This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. America's two great pastimes collide on this podcast. It is baseball and making money from the dog days of summer through the October Classic. Greg Faces Peterson's going to be free swinging at the betting board as he tries to hit a grand slam for your bankroll. Now here is GP. It is a wonderful Friday, and I am coming at you from the Vivid Seat Studios for MLB Overtime Betting. It is going to be a great podcast, as joining me today is going to be one of our good buddies, Joe Rainieri of the Fantasy Sports Network, Sports Memo. Guy does a little bit of everything. We're going to be taking a look at Game 3 of the World Series and this series in general, as things have gotten very, very interesting with the Nationals being Two wins away from taking down the World Series. In the final segment, I'm going to be breaking down the line for Game 3 of the World Series and a little something I like to call Touch Em All. Obviously, we don't have a whole lot to react to because I do the game-by-game reaction, and I did that yesterday from Game 2, so we don't have a lot of that, but we do now have a updated series price. Taking a look at the series price right now, we're finding the Astros right around a plus 220 to plus 230 underdog for the series. Nationals anywhere between minus 260 to minus 280. And I honestly still think that this is a little bit too low for the Washington Nationals. We are seeing the Nationals as an underdog in game three of this series as it's going to be Anibal Sanchez going against Zach Greinke in that game. And I do think that there is going to continue to be value game by game with the Washington Nationals. You guys are going to find out that I'm going to be on Zach Greinke when I touch on my final segment. But by and large, I do like the way that the 
Nationals have really come together. And what I find so intriguing with the Nationals is the fact that they're getting contributions now from guys that weren't necessarily there in the regular season. And it's the whole other side of the coin for the Houston Astros because with the Astros, they certainly got a nice home run from the bat of Alex Bregman in Game 2 against Steven Strasburg, but that's his only hit of the World Series so far. Guys like Yoli Gurriel, the entire catcher spot, has not been there for the Houston Astros. Meanwhile, for the Washington Nationals, Ike Kendrick batted 343 during the regular season for this team, but he was banged up for much of the second half of the regular season. Michael A. Taylor was a little bit of a mess. He batted right around at 230 for the regular season. He's got a home run in this series. He had a home run in the series against the St. Louis Cardinals. He had that big hit-by-pitch in that game against the Milwaukee Brewers. He has come up bonkers for this team. You've got Anthony Rendon and Juan Soto doing their thing. They were terrific during the regular season. Adam Eaton had been a little bit silent recently here in the postseason, but then he gets a home run in the World Series. So you've really got these guys stepping up. And for the Washington Nationals, I just can't say enough about Davey Martinez and the job that he has done with this team. I know that there are a lot of people that are sort of sort of like, oh, it really helps when you've got all these starters. Well, A.J. Hinch has the same starters, but what he is not doing that he's done in the past is that the Astros don't have that Lance McCullers guy, that starter that you're able to rely upon out of the bullpen. It looked like Wade Miley might be that guy later on in the year. They acquire Aron Sanchez from the Toronto Blue Jays, and he winds up getting hurt after that combined no-hitter as well. So, obviously, that is a little bit of an issue. And I do think that that Aron Sanchez injury actually has come back to hurt the Houston Astros because all of a sudden, it is the Washington Nationals that's able to mix and match with their starters because they're the team that right now has that bona fide number four guy because they've been using Patrick Corbin out of the bullpen. Looks like he's going to be starting game four, but we could obviously see that change a little bit if they need him in long relief in game three. But Anibal Sanchez, and with him pitching 12 and two-thirds innings and giving up just one run here in the postseason, has really allowed for Mr. Martinez to have some options. So I do think that there is some value here with the Nationals, and you're going to see it in game four because A.J. Hinch has already come out and said that Garrett Cole is not going to be pitching on short rest. That means that you're looking at Brad Peacock and Jose Uriquiti coming out of the bullpen for a bullpen game in Game 4. And with the Houston Astros, because it is going to be a bullpen game in Game 4, how they play in Game 3 is really going to set the scene for that. You just don't want to be in a situation where you are down by a count of 3-1. to one. And obviously, if this series goes to 3-0, it is game, set, and match. No team has ever come back from 3-0 deficit in the World Series. And regardless of how much talent the Houston Astros have, this is a Washington Nationals team that has won 18 out of their last 20 games. I believe that they have won eight games in a row here in the postseason, and I think that's actually a record as well. They have been doing an absolutely remarkable job in that regard, but it's one of these situations where I think that if the Houston Astros are going to be able to claw their way back in the series, it's all going to start in Game 3. I do think that they have the right guy for it, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about this with Joe Rainer but I certainly think that by and large the series price certainly lends itself to the value being on the Washington Nationals even though it is a lot of juice to pay I still think that is a little bit short I always say that I'm more of a game by game better so I will not be jumping in either side on the series price but I just think that this is a good spot for the Nationals and the last team to come back from a 2-0 series deficit by the way in the World Series the 1996 New York Yankees against the Atlanta Braves and oh by the way I don't think a team that has ever dropped their first two games at home have ever come back to win the World Series. I would need to double check that, but I believe that I saw that coming across the wire. So we certainly do have an interesting World Series as the Nationals look to close it out. And if you'd like to be in attendance for some of these final games of the baseball season, maybe you're not able to make it, but you're a big 
big football fan, you're looking to go to an NFL game, college football, college basketball is quickly approaching as well. Vivid Seats has you covered on tickets for all of it. And hey, maybe you're someone that you don't like to watch live sporting events. You'd rather watch them on your couch at a sports book, sports bar, what have you. You'd rather go to something like a concert or a different live event. Vivid Seats has you covered on all of it. And if you type in the promo code OVERTIME, that's all one word, O-V-E-R-T-I-M-E, into the Vivid Seats app and you're a first-time customer, you get up to $100 off of all tickets. So that is Vivid Seats, the app and the promo code OVERTIME to be able to get that savings. And a man that is going to try to give us some savings for our bankroll and is going to try to maximize that for us is our good buddy Joe Rainieri of the Fantasy Sports Network, Sports Memo, and so many other great platforms. He is going to be looking at this World Series Game 3 and so much more with me next. And that is coming up right here on MLB Overtime Betting. Greg is phoning a friend and going out to the Azunia Hotline. We are back here on MLB Overtime Betting. Greg Peterson coming at you from the Vivid Seat Studios out here in lovely Las Vegas. We've had this man on the podcast a couple times this year, and he does a terrific job with a variety of different places. You can catch him over at Sports Memo, where he breaks down some of these games. He gives some very good picks. You wager, he does some football picks for them. This is a man that is a part of the Fantasy Sports Network as well. The list of things this man does goes on and on and on. And he does a great job with all of it, whether it's college football, MLB, the NFL. He'll go off the board and go with other sports as well. And he just brings it all together and finds a way to be successful. You can follow my Twitter at Joe Rainieri. And that last name is spelled R-A-I-N-E-R-I. And Joe, how are you doing today? I'm telling you, it's a beautiful time of year, Greg. Love this time of year. Football, uh, you got college and, of course, the NFL. But you got the World Series uh, that sneaks in there for a couple of more days or maybe two more games and that's it. But it won't be long before college basketball is here. The NBA is kicking off NHL. It's a beautiful time of year in the sports investing universe. Oh, it absolutely is. And it is a beautiful time if you're a baseball fan as well. As we've seen a very good World Series at this point. Game two saw the Washington Nationals just open things up in the final couple innings, be able to get that 12 to three win. Now the Astros go to Washington DC down two to zero, but I know that there's a lot of people that are bearish on Zach Granke. I actually like him in this spot a little bit though. If you take a look at Zach Granke, whether it be with Arizona or with Houston, he's been a very good pitcher on the road this year. And Anibal Sanchez is actually a little bit worse at home as compared to the road. I think that this is a game that the Astros need more than their next breath. And this is exactly why you bring in Zach Granke for a spot like this. I was going to say, you know, it was a couple of years ago, uh, we, we were all talking about how the trade of the century to get Verlander in there and carry them to a World Series, right? Well, of course, until Zach Granke goes into Washington. And keep in mind, guys, this Zach Granke wasn't an American League pitcher. He was a National League pitcher all year. And yeah, he did pretty well, too, in Washington this year against this team. So... He's got the perfect demeanor as well, I think, for this. He doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. He's a cerebral kind of pitcher, which I think is exactly down 2-0, the exact guy that you need on the mound in this spot going up against. Listen, Sanchez is not a rookie. I mean, the guy's been around the block himself. But to your point, better on the road than at home, at least from what we've seen. And it's in a must-win situation. We're going to learn a lot about the moxie of this Astros team here. 
I totally agree with you. And I think that's something that is very intriguing as well as some of the guys have really stepped up for the Astros. Jordan Alvarez during that AL championship series. This guy was a hot mess. And I know that he had a couple strikeouts early on in games one and two, but he's a guy with three hits right now in the World Series. He certainly has done his part. You take a look at Alex Bregman. He had that home run in game two against Steven Strasburg, but I believe that's his only hit of the World Series so far. And with the Houston Astros in general, this is a team that had six guys with at least 21 home runs at a batting average of 280 during the regular season, but it feels like some of the guys are living up to their billing from the regular season, and other guys have just fallen completely off the map, and it's really varying game to game it really is and you know what i love about baseball is that so much has been made about analytics over the years and listen it's grown to the point where it's a very analytical data-driven game which is all fine and dandy in a 162 game season but ultimately what we have seen and i hope brian cashman is watching i hope the minnesota twins are watching because Really great things can happen for you if you put the ball in play instead of just hitting home runs or striking out. When you force guys to put the ball in play and make plays, you'd be amazed at what happens. And I think analytics, while important, it still comes down to catching the ball, hitting the ball, and throwing the ball at the end of the day. Something Bregman didn't do, something Washington's been really good at, so far in this series and all playoff series long, timely hits, not looking for the long ball, but mostly making the other team make plays. And that's why they're up 2-0 right now. Absolutely. As we have Joe Rainieri joining me right here on MLB Overtime Betting. And what I find so intriguing about all of this is the fact that at one point, the Nationals were 19-31. and 31. Yeah. You just take a look back at Twitter in May and you just laugh at all the comments being like, Oh, Davey Martinez is the worst manager ever. This guy has absolutely no idea what he's doing and everything like that. And now here is here he is on the doorstep of leading the Washington Nationals to the World Series. Mm-hmm. I do think that Davey is the reason why this team is here with the way that he has manipulated his starters, pulling them out of the bullpen. We saw it in game one with Patrick Corbin delivering an ending there. Obviously, the wild card game is where it was most prevalent with Steve Strasburg coming out of the pen, giving a bunch of good innings in a game that legitimately they probably needed more than all the other ones. I know that they were in a tie game against the Dodgers, but man, I think that the Brewers game really encapsulated the Washington Nationals above all the others, and he has just pressed all the right notes to this point. Yeah, no, he really has. And it doesn't hurt, too, that I believe this is the oldest average age team ever in a World Series. So when you got guys like Zimmerman and Scherzer, you've got a great mix of 20-year-old, you know, Soto out here that's just unbelievable at 20 years old. And then you've got the old-timers. You know, you've got such a great mix of veterans and youth in that organization with Davey, I think, who's real right, pushing all the buttons. But the experience on that team, and you talked about starting the year off not great. Well, it also coincided with them losing Trey Turner, which I think tells you how important he is to that organization. Because once he came back from injury, that was a different team. And everything begins and ends with him starting certainly at the top of that lineup. But what can you say? I mean, they were able to pitch Fernando Rodney and not lose. Like, does it get any better than that, Greg? Like, you got to be kidding me. 
Oh, yes. If For those that know this podcast, you know that Fernando Rodney is not called Fernando Rodney on this podcast. He's called Fernando. <laughs> oh, no. Rodney. So it is one of those situations where I was like, oh, my gosh, a clean seventh inning. Yep. What sort of miracle happened here? <laughs> so it certainly has been going so well for the Washington Nationals. And one of the things that has went well from, too, is Anibal Sanchez. Mm-hmm. In 12 and two-thirds innings this postseason, he's given up one run. That was a solo home run. Opponents are hitting right around 120 against him. He has been terrific. Do you think that this is going to be able to continue? Because, obviously, Anibal Sanchez, he's not going to go out there. He's not going to light up the radar gun, but he's done a very good job with that changeup of just being able to get soft contact in general. Yeah, and he's such a contrast to Strasburg and to Scherzer. And he and, you know, comes in there, he throws a great off-speed pitch, he gets guys to chase, he's great at ground balls, he's a ground ball pitcher, keeps the ball out of the air. You know, he's been there, done that. He's not a rookie, man. The guy's another one of these mid-30 guys, or a little, a little younger than that, but he's a guy that has been there, done that, and he, you got to be of a certain mentality, Greg, to be able to know that, well, I'm not really sure when my routine is or when I'm going to be called upon. But when he does, you know, not everybody can turn it on and off like he has shown he can do. It's maybe come down to at the end of it, maybe the best weapon that they have had so they could use Corbin out of the bullpen and not have to worry about, oh, my word, you know, who's going to who are we going to have as a number three having Sanchez? alleviated and helped them get to the point where they are a shaky bullpen all year long. But my word against the Dodgers, when I can start using Corbin now for an inning here or there, I got Sanchez to back up for a start in another game. It's given him all the flexibility in the world he's needed, and it's helped mask the biggest worry about this team, which was the bullpen. And that's thanks to Sanchez, knowing that they can count on him. Absolutely. We do have Joe Rainieri joining me right here on MLB Overtime Betting. And obviously, we're giving a lot of praise to the Washington Nationals, a lot of grief to the Houston Astros, and rightfully so. I don't think almost anyone saw the Washington Nationals being two games away from the World Series as much as two weeks ago. But what do you think the Houston Astros need to do in order to get back into the series? Because obviously, I, I can tell you Vegas didn't. I can tell you Vegas didn't see him. I mean, they're, they're yet no. to be a favorite. Here they are up to nothing. They're still an underdog in their own building, which is mind blowing to me. Oh, absolutely. And I think that really game three for the Houston Astros, no doubt it's zero die because for one, we've never seen a team in a World Series come back from 3-0. We all remember the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. That was the AL Championship Series. But I think that game four is also so critical because right now for the Washington Nationals, you've got Patrick Corbin lined up. And for the Houston Astros, I believe that A.J. Hinch has already come out and said that Garrett Cole is not going on short rest. So it's going to be a bullpen game. It's once again going to be Brian Peacock. Jose Urquidy and whatever guys you can get off the scrap heap that don't pitch in game three. So I think that the big key for the Houston Astros is not just winning game three, but getting seven strong innings for Zach Greinke to set themselves up for game four. The problem with the Astros, I think, is that when have they faced adversity all year? They have been favorited all year. They have been told how great they are. Media has blown so much smoke all year. They won 107 games without sweating in a division that was what? Who was chasing them in division? They went five games with Tampa, but they were never in jeopardy of losing that, knowing they had Cole and Verlander and you you were going to have to beat one of those two guys in a five-game set. Like, they have never been battle-tested this year. No adversity whatsoever. And now, 
you know, you look at Washington. Washington has had to fight and crawl starting, what, 19 and 30 there, starting a year off just awful. They've had to fight for everything that they've gotten to this particular point. Again, Houston, what kind of team are you? I, I know on paper and during the regular season, you're fin- the way they're built, the way they've gone about their business, the lineup, you guys are great. But we haven't seen how great you are when adversity hits. That's when we find out who the champions are right now. What do you do now when you're number one and two lost for the first time all year? It's never happened how do you react? And this is the heart of a champion. Uh, one of two things is going to happen. They're going to deliver. They're going to step up or they're going to fold. And then maybe they weren't that great after all. And it's one of these situations which, yeah, the Houston Astros have dealt with a couple guys out of the lineup. Jose Altuve was out of it for a little bit. Carlos Correa was out of it a little bit. But they had those constants in the starting lineup all year long. And I can't remember a time all year long in which... The Astros dropped back-to-back games when Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole were on the mound. Now, obviously, you lost games when, like, Frambar Valdez was starting along with Jose Urquidy (laughs) and things like that. But totally different situation because now it's not like, okay, we've got the back end here. We can just rely upon Verlander and Cole, get two automatic wins. That is not going to be the case here. And what is your overall expectation for the series? Because I don't think the Houston Astros are going to get swept At the same time, I just can't see them being able to come back and win this series. I actually think that the Astros are going to be able to pull game three off of Zach Greinke. I think that Zach Greinke is going to be able to do what he was brought to Houston to do. But I think that game four is really going to be where things start to unravel for Houston. And them them being down three to one, it's just going to be too much. Granky is going to be Granky. I think he's going to go out there on Friday night. He's going to be smart about it. He, he hasn't pitched great now over the last couple of starts here in the postseason. He's got over a five ERA in the postseason. Not great, but in this particular spot and the familiarity that he has coming from the National League to the American League, now at a National League park here that he's had success at, he's the right guy for the moment. But none of it is going to matter. If they don't hit better than 212 with runners in scoring position, that's the problem with them. They have not gotten that hit. They have not taken advantage of the door being cracked open, which has been left open in both of these games. Strasburg and Scherzer and their hitters have not been able to walk through. Ten runs in three innings for the Nationals. You know why? Because you left the door open and they ran through it. So until they can do that, until we see that hit, until we see them put together that inning, they've got to do it tomorrow. And I do think once that happens, I do think things will start swinging. I had said it was going to be six or seven all along. I do think they win on Friday night. I think they get that game. I do think that... If they get the right hits at the right time, they get a little confidence back. They're going to be a dangerous team. They've got to work to get at least Cole back on the mound one way or the other. They've got to get Cole and Verlander back on that mound. Absolutely. If they're able to take those two games of Washington, the entire series swings. Because then, as you just mentioned, Cole and Verlander go for you. If those two guys do what they've done all year long up until this point, then you're once again looking at a team that has a good chance of pulling out the World Series. But a man that always pulls things out for you, he is sure-handed, whether it's a World Series, whether it's games being played in Japan in March, it doesn't matter. This man does it all in regards to the MLB, college football, NFL, basketball. The list goes on and on. That is Joe Raynary. Joe, 
I'd like to close it up with this. You're a man that has about 27 different jobs, and you do them all so well. Let the good people at home know where they can get a little bit more of your work, listen to you on radio, on streams, everything like that, because you do a tremendous job with all of it. Appreciate it, my man. Head over to sportsgrid.com, guys, Monday through Friday from about 6 a.m. till noon. You'll have me breaking down the night before, taking a look, of course, at games that are upcoming. And then on Twitter there, you'll have access to every one of the other jobs that I have there and the videos and the content that we put out at Joe Ranieri. I really appreciate it, Greg. Thanks for having me on, man. I'm looking forward to Game 3 of the World Series. I'm going to miss baseball when it's gone. I really am. Oh, me too. Absolutely. The best thing about baseball being gone is that we get college basketball back into our lives, but I certainly do love the baseball season as well. So a big thanks to Joe Raynery for joining me right here on MLB Overtime Betting. And coming up next, I do give you my side and trouble for Game 3 of the World Series and something I like to call Punch a Ball. Welcome back to MLB Overtime. Greg is throwing a gem, so yeah, he better not blow it. And a special thanks to Joe Raynery for joining me in the last segment as we are back here in the Vivid Seat Studios for MLB Overtime Betting. And just a friendly reminder, if you're looking to bet on these last couple games of the baseball season, you're looking to just find a good book in general. My friends at my bookie have you covered. They do have the pre-flop lines that I give out with all these baseball games and everything like that, but they do a whole heck of a lot more as well. Let's say you want to go with a yes-no first inning run prop, home run props, and you can even go as deep into other sports as to how many fantasy points a player will get on an NFL Sunday, things of that nature my bookie has a very diverse menu they cater to a variety of different sports and if you type into mybookie.ag the promo code overtime that is all one word o-v-e-r-t-i-m-e you're able to get your first deposit doubled Dollar for dollar, up to $1,000. Like I said, my bookie, that is a place where you play, you win, and jumping jellyfish, you get paid. And now let's take a look at the line for Game 3 of the World Series, as it is going to be the Houston Astros on the road against the Washington Nationals. And we do so in a little something I like to call... Touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. We're seeing some fluctuation with this number, by the way, as it's going to be Zach Greinke going for the Astros. Meanwhile, Anibal Sanchez going for the Washington Nationals. Total on this game, we're seeing 1.75. That is at the South Point. Over a juice of minus 125. Under is plus 105. If you like the eights, the under is anywhere between minus 120 and minus 110. The price on the over is anywhere between minus 110 and even if you're looking at the Houston Astros, well, this opened up just after game two, right around minus 120-ish. This has jumped all the way to a minimum of minus 134 across Vegas. You're going to get as high as minus 145 as well in the Houston Astros. Meanwhile, plus price on the Washington Nationals. You're probably going to continue to want to wait and wait and wait because this continues to ascend. That is anywhere between plus 120 and plus 132. And this is a spot where I do have to take a look at the Houston Astros. I've already fired in on this. Zach Granke is actually a better road pitcher than he is a home pitcher. At home this year between his time with the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Houston Astros. He had an ERA a little bit north of three, no matter if he was on the road 
or if he was at home, he gave up less than a home run per nine innings. And it's big that he was in the National League earlier this year. So he does have some familiarity with the Nationals. Some people may look at it as an advantage. Some people look at it as a disadvantage. I think it's going to play to his strength. And because this is going to be a game in Washington, D.C., it's going to be a little bit cooler than it was in Houston. And obviously, Houston, you play that game indoors. So I think that the ball is going to be flying a little bit less here. And for the Washington Nationals, obviously, they've gotten some good contributions, as I mentioned, at the top of the podcast from some unlikely pieces. Guys like Michael A. Taylor, Ryan Zimmerman, Howie Kendrick, guys that either were underachieving or were injured during the regular season. They have produced in droves. But what you also have to like as well is guys like Adam Eaton, Trey Turner, Juan Soto, Anthony Rendon, guys that have been there all year long. They've been able to produce, but Zach Greinke, I feel like, is a perfect stopper. This is the exact reason why you trade for this guy. And with the Houston Astros, they've had some guys struggling this postseason. Alex Bregman gets that home run in game two, but by and large, he hasn't necessarily had the postseason that he's wanted. Yuli Gurriel has not stepped up, though he has three hits in the World Series. Jordan Alvarez in the ALCS had just one hit in that series. And I think that the Astros are going to be able to get these bats going. They had six guys in the regular season in their normal starting lineup. That does include Jordan Alvarez, who's probably going to be a DH, hit at least a 280 with 21 plus home runs. You have to say that Michael Branley has been a constant getting on base with this team. Jose Altuve, all postseason long, has been able to produce as well. I think that guys like George Springer are going to be able to step up. And with the Houston Astros, I think that they're going to have the story that gives them a little bit more length with Anibal Sanchez. And his story starts during the regular season. He went past the sixth inning nine times. Meanwhile, Zach Cranky, guy that's a little bit more used to going seven, eight innings. And they're going to need him to because with the Houston Astros, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, in game four, it's going to be a bullpen game because Garrett Cole's not going to be pitching on short rest. So guys like Josh James and company, you want to really say because it's going to be Brad Peacock and Jose Urquidy. This is a game in which the Houston Astros have to be playing like it's two games. They have to manage and win this game because no team has ever come back from down 0-3 in the World Series. But you also have to try to get this series back to 2-2. So that way you have a chance to have Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole and if those two guys are able to pull off the victory, you win the World Series. So this is obviously a very paramount game for the Houston Astros. This team won 107 games for a reason. And with Anibal Sanchez, what I think is so interesting is the fact that his home ERA, right around a 4-2-5 this year, on the road, it was actually closer to a 3-6. So he's actually a little bit better of a road pitcher than a home pitcher. At home, he gave up right around 1.2 home runs per nine innings. On the road, it was very similar. A little bit of a tad lower, but by and large, that was pretty much the same, but with the Houston Astros, this is a team that has done a very good job on the road all year long. Now, I will say for the Washington Nationals, this team won 50 regular season games at home as well, so it is a strength of both teams, but I think that the Houston Astros have the better starter in this one. Anibal Sanchez, I do recognize, has given up just one run in 12 and a third innings, and opponent starting 117 against him in the postseason, but I feel like he's pitched above the skis. I think the Astros are going to get it figured out. I think that Zach Cranky is going to shut down the Washington Nationals, so for that reason, Going to be taking this total under. I've already locked in the money line. With regards to this under, I am right now in Wayne C mode. The juice continues to get better and better with this eight. The eight, when it first came out after that game two game, you were seeing a lot of minus 120s. I think it crept up to minus 115. Now we're seeing a lot of minus 110. So going to try to see if it continues to tick up. So those are going to be my plays for game three of the World Series. And a big thanks to Joe Raynary, a man that does several different things and does them all so well, for joining me in the last segment. If you liked what you're hearing, from this fine podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Every question for the podcast, 
feel free to fire it in at GNR Squirty One. And let's make today a successful, profitable, and fun one. I'll talk to you guys once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in.